Hello and welcome to the Music Survival Guide, the independent musician's guide on how to survive in the music industry. My name's Phil, a mixing and mastering engineer. I hope you're doing well. We're still in a bit of a heatwave at the UK as I record this, and I'm melting pretty badly. So I've just turned off my fan to record this episode. So I, I uh, really hope you appreciate it. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to talk this week about Is Rock Dead? So it's actually a topic that a band put me onto as an idea, and I thought I'd pursue it as it's something worth talking about. It seems to be something that Gene Simmons of Kiss says more or less once a year. You can time your your clock by how often Gene Simmons says that rock is dead. But what is actually the state of play? What is actually happening? It's really worth taking a moment to think about this question, especially as I work within this kind of genre. So I've got several points that I want to bring up and I'll just talk about them and we'll see where we go. My first one and possibly the most obvious place to go is the charts. So rock music isn't it doesn't feel like charting in quite the way it used to so if you think about the 80s and the 90s and the 70s and the 60s you saw rock music charting and even in the early 2000s rock music charted regularly now the first thing i'd say is that rock music does chart it does still chart i know it does because i've seen bands manage to chart in the uk with rock music so that is a total fallacy what is true is that the charts don't mean as much as they used to so back in the day before the internet it's where everyone went to discover music to see what was happening to see who's hot and who's not and it doesn't work that way anymore with the internet the the whole discovery of music has really been democratized so you can go well i really like this kind of music so you can seek out that kind of music if you're on spotify you can go to your little subsection your little subgenre that you enjoy and you can spend time there discovering bands and you never need dip your head above the parapet and see what's going on in the wider musical world you just don't need to chart charting music does happen it's just not as important as it used to be. That's the simple truth. But rock music can and does chart. So I think that's a bit of a it's a bit of a non-issue. I think people make out to be it make it out to be more of an issue than it is in so many different ways. My second point is festival headliners. Now you, as you'll know, in normal times when festivals happen, they're just starting to come back this year, thankfully. Um, a few of them. I've seen Download doing a bit of a test festival, which is great. There's the same, I don't know, maybe 20 to 30 bands that headline every rock and metal festival. And you'll know the names. You see them all the time and you go, oh, cool, it's them. And I think the big everyone's big concern is where are the, where are the next bands coming from? Who... What's going to happen when the top tier retire? Are big festivals just not going to happen anymore? What's going to happen? I think the best thing to think about, of course, is a lot of these bands will be going for a very, very, very long time. Even the Rolling Stones are still going to an extent when they've been around since the 60s, which is crazy. <laughs> but, you know, there's all sorts of bands like this Iron Maiden, there's Metallica, there's older bands as well who are still going, they're still making music, they're still headlining shows. And because they've been around for that long time, they've developed such a massive fan base that it's the obvious business choice for these festivals you can't fault them for choosing these big headliners because that's going to be the biggest draw because these festivals ultimately need to make money and that's the brutal truth of it so i wouldn't worry about it if i'm honest because i think what's going to end up happening is 
as these bands retire, they will be replaced. They'll have to be. There'll be new bands that will rise up and are rising up currently who will take over that kind of mantle of being the big bands who draw the names and draw the crowds. And I'd say don't worry about it in general because there are bands who are rising up as we speak. So I know they're about 17 years old, so don't mishear me. But there is bands like Alterbridge. There's newer bands like Hailstorm. They're still quite an old band nowadays <laughs> who are really pushing out rock to a new fan base, which is great. And it's with bands like those who probably will be the immediate replacing but don't worry about it. I think there's going to be new bands coming along who will take over, who will become the new biggest bands. And it's going to, I think, unfortunately, it's going to take some of these older bands retiring to make that happen. But when it happens, it will happen and you'll, you'll know about it and it'll be great. It'll be a new kind of era for the genre. So after the break, I'm going to talk about other things, especially genre stagnation, which sounds, I think, worse than it is. Welcome back. So I wanted to talk further about genre stagnation. So if you think about rock music, it's been a while being incredibly inventive and developing and pushing forward as it went along. So, you know, you have the earliest rock music, which comes out of previous genres and then develops further. And then you get bands in the 60s who push it further, like the Rolling Stones. You get bands in the 70s who push it further. And then into the 80s, and it gets pushed further. And you get into more metal territory as just an expansion of rock, driving up the gain and things like that and the speed. And then even the 90s, you get things like grunge and you get stoner rock really pushing forward and all sorts of other things happening. And you then you get to the early 2000s and you get bands like The Darkness and you go, well, what, what happened? Now, don't get me wrong, The Darkness are great. I love The Darkness. But they, they have a very kind of throwback 70s sound. And there's this interesting thing that happened in the early 2000s where there was a real kind of throwback feel to a lot of rock music that happened a lot of new rock music and it's gonna it's interesting because he kind of they're going what's where are we going because if you if you look at maybe a controversial example Greta Van Fleet now their latest album is great I think you should listen to it it's wonderful but it could have been made in 1973 so where are we going now don't hear me wrong if you or in a band where you feel like you know what you're you know what you're doing and you like what you're doing, you're not pushing the genre forward and you're not being really inventive and developing the genre. Don't worry about it. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm sure you have fans. It's great. I'm not criticizing you at all. But I think rock music to really thrive instead of survive is gonna have to push itself forward and develop where it's going. So if you want to do that, I think you're going to have to start listening to pop music. <laughs> Controversial. Now, pop music, the thing about pop music is it's always changing and it's always developing. If you think about it, you can develop a radio show for pop music in the 80s, for pop music in the 90s, for pop music in the early 2000s. You can do each decade and they all have a similar kind of sound, a similar kind of feel but they're very different from each other. You can't pick up a song recorded in 1987 and put it in the modern charts and expect it to do as well necessarily because it's got a different sound, a different feel, a different vibe. With rock music, you can arguably do that with some songs. 
Now, the answer is to listen to pop music, listen to what it's doing and to take notes. Listen to music you don't necessarily enjoy and work out what you do enjoy about it and take that and fold some of that into your music so you can develop and push forward. The interesting band, the interesting newer band that I really like who are pushing forward is a band called Royal Blood. If you've not heard of them, they're an amazing little two-piece band, you know, drums and bass, and the bass also has a guitar sound, which already creates a unique tonality to what they're doing. But if you listen to their newest album, Typhoons, I think it's called, it sounds very different to their first album and even their second album. What they've done is they push themselves forward musically. They've actually listened to a, probably a bit of pop and taken some of that sensibility and folded it into what they're doing. Now, I imagine what a lot of people who really like and play rock music will think is that when you come, when it comes to pop, modern pop especially, it sounds very artificial. It sounds very kind of computery and fake. And that can be a common common kind of complaint. But if you listen to what Royal Blood are doing, how they're bringing some of that kind of artificial sound, if I can put it that way, and mixing it into rock music, it sounds great. It sounds amazing. They're pushing it forward. They're doing something really unique, really worth looking at and developing. Another artist that I point you towards is a, a Finnish artist, I believe they are, called Blind Channel. Now, I discovered them because they were the Eurovision entry for Finland. Surprise, surprise. I, at the time, on my Instagram, put them down as a bit of a kind of rip-off of uh, Linkin Park and that kind of thing. But I got them wrong. They describe themselves as like an aggressive pop band. They don't describe themselves as metal. They are really a metal band, I think. But if you listen to what they're doing, it's really interesting. They take that kind of metal songwriting feel and things like that. And they bring in some pop sensibilities. There's lots of synth. There's lots of interesting vocal lines and harmonies that are very poppy. Listen to them, I would say, if you want to have a real good masterclass in blending modern pop with metal and rock and things like that. It's really interesting to listen to. And it's really, I think, telling that they are managing to really make some steps forward alongside bands like Royal Blood. So I would say, have a listen to Royal Blood. Have a listen to Blind Channel. Have a listen to pop music. Work out what they're doing. Work out what you like about what they're doing and try and fold that into some of your music. Once again, if you're not looking to push forward the genre, that's fine. No guilt at all. Don't feel bad about it. Enjoy what you're doing. Revel in what you're doing. That You will have fans, but you can develop the genre if you want to. My final thought is around jazz music. So jazz has been going for something like 100 to 120 years, and it is still around, you may have noticed. There are still jazz artists, but it's not as mass popular as it used to be. People kind of moved on, big band and then swing music and then rock music really kind of replaced it. But it is still there. Jazz music is still around. It still has its fans, but it's just not as big, quote unquote. It's not got that kind of mass appeal that it once had. And that's okay. People who play jazz, people who listen to jazz really like jazz and it's surviving and it's thriving. And I think that's what rock music will do unless people develop it and push it forward. It will find its groove and people will enjoy it for what it is. 
And I don't think there's anything bad about that. Don't feel bad about that. If you're doing something that is deliberately throwback, it deliberately sounds like it's come out of 1965, don't feel bad about that. Embrace it wholeheartedly. I'm sure you will find the fan base that you are looking for uh, using your social media skills and all sorts of things like that. But if you want to push forward the genre, feel free to. You may well see greater success in pushing forward and doing something unique that might just bring a new audience into rock music who weren't listening to it before. So that's it for another episode of the Music Survival Guide. If you enjoyed it, then please leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. I really appreciate every single one of those. Please also share it with any friends and bandmates if you thought it was useful. I hope it was useful to you. We really appreciate all of you. So if you're interested, we have a community on Facebook called the Music Survival Guide Community. Hurrah! Hop over there for chats about music and band life with other musicians and industry people. And I will see you next time. 